Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. 
It's a new day. Let's go. Let's get. Oh, yeah. I just want to let you know all that you know. Oh, no, it's a new day, baby. Hey, Miss D and Dr. Deuce in the house. So I know it's a new day. And we love you too for coming up with Oh, we got a we got we got a good show for y'all today. Toe up from the floor. That's what the name of the title is right here. Y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and y'all got sure to feel toe. Not, not sure torn up. Not torn up. It's toe. Toe up. Toe up. Toe. T O W. Toe up from the F L O W flow up. Mm-mm-mm. If you don't know, now you know. So we're gonna run well. some stuff back y'all today, cause you know it's it's this it's a rough time right now. So we gonna we gonna talk about a little bit about everything today. Mister D is in the house with the news. We gonna bring it right to you, right here, right here. You know, we this is how we talk on the air now. now you, this twenty twenty one, and you know the older we get, the worse our language may hit get. So if you can't take it, you might need to turn the station. Mm-hmm. I just want to throw right it out here. there. Right here. Oh. This well, one. The hater taught hate. <laughs> quite sure y'all, quite sure y'all have already, you know, seen and heard about the foolishness that happened on happened at the Capitol. Uh, the oh, other the foolery. Uh, what other day? The, the foolery, foolishness, foolery. <laughs> um, really, just sparked by a person that can't take a loss. Um. Mm-hmm. President Trump peppered an otherwise incendiary speech at a Wednesday rally with an ask that his supporters peacefully march to the U.S. Capitol, but critics said it was the president's combustible and insightful words that spurred his supporters to march to the U.S. Capitol violently uh, and (laughs) occupy the building. Create a security risk and suspend electoral college deliberation. Uh-huh. The episode the episode ended tragically with five people, including a police officer, losing their lives. Uh, well, U.S. Representative, U.S. Representative okay. Ted Douche, uh, Democrat from Boca Raton, tweeted, "This is a violent insurrection and attempt coup by Trump supporters." And his encouragement. They're attacking the building that represents our democracy and threatening those who work in it. History will remember this dark day as a seditious attack by Americans against Americans. Um, Mm -hmm. Before Trump spoke, his attorney, Rudy Giuliani, Giuliani called for trial by combat. 
And the president's son, Donald Trump Jr., warned that those who are zero, not a hero, that we are coming for you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And what did, and what did Trump say? Here is the passage from the speech that directed the followers to head to the Capitol. And after this, we're going to walk down there, and I'll be there with you. We're going to walk down to the Capitol, and we're going to cheer on our brave senators and congressmen, congressmen and women. Trump told the crowd, and we're probably not going to be cheering so much for some of them, because you'll never take back our country with weakness. You have to show strength, and you have to be strong. The pledge was, a, the pledge was a part of the speech that was bombastic and inflammatory, even by Trumpian standards. The president told the crowd that the election had been rigged by radical Democrats and the fake news media. And then he added a measure of defiance mixed with a call to action. He said, we'll never give up. We'll never concede. It doesn't happen. You don't concede when there is theft involved. Our country has had enough. We're not going to take it anymore. He further said, you're the real people. You're the people that built this nation. You're not the people that tore down this nation. The president also said, I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotic, patriotically make your voices heard. And he added in a little bit of irony, now it is up to us, it is, now it is up to Congress to confront this egregious assault on our democracy. Okay. Ah, so that's, that's to, to me, that's the equivalent of egging on a fight. You know, how we used to say at school, ribbing it up. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, that's right. Anarchy. Yeah. yeah. That's what we call it, ribbing it up. Um, that's right. Here's my thought, and I don't know what the legal process is uh, regarding that. Um, my thought is, and I'm quite sure, you know, after January, what, 20th, he's a civilian once again. I say that, you know, they do to him what they do to the average criminal. They ring him up on all the charges. Right. Inciting a riot. Um, mm-hmm. Those people who got hurt and those people who got killed, he'd be charged for murder for those for mm-hmm. those people. Mm-hmm. Because... In in a court of law, you usually get just as much time for starting something. You don't necessarily have to commit the crime, but they will say you started the whole thing. Somebody got some stuff going on in the background. You drove the bank right. Go ahead. Hello? Yeah, I said you started the whole fight. Somebody said you you, you lit the flame. So you need to be held responsible for all of it. That's right. You drove the bank robbers to the bank. No, they was gonna rob the bank. You just as guilty. Yeah, you just as guilty. Okay, now, Dr. now there's another part of me. I got some. Okay, let me see what I got. My Bluetooth on. I'm about to turn it off. Now, now, now here's another part of me that says, you know, after January 20th, Trump might get missing. <laughs> Never to be heard or seen well, from again. Let, let me put my little 
three stand in. Number okay. my eight. Okay. I believe you ain't got no money. You, now you know. <laughs> don't, don't, I'm a, I'm a, don't do the line. Don't do the line. I just told you earlier. Don't do the line. Okay, what I'm going to say is uh, I believe Trump knew what was going to happen, first of all. Yeah, of he course, knew of course. If he, if he did of that course. that way. But the purpose of him doing it is what I'm concerned with. He don't want to go to jail. He know he's going to jail, right? Yeah. And the law states that it has to be a federal crime. He see, he he want he it, for him to be able to pardon himself. Mm-hmm. So mm. I guess okay. he figured, you know, what I'm saying, I I believe he figured that, you know, if I I, I do all this, you know, and and cause all uh, all this mayhem, he didn't think nobody was gonna get killed and all that. I don't think he did, but. But uh, yeah, all he just didn't want to go to jail, so he know the federal crime may be come about, and then he can excuse himself. Mm -hmm. He can pardon himself, but guess what? It's way beyond that. Federal crime. I want the federal crime. But is that a legal a road uh, for him to do that? I haven't looked into it. But is that is it a law saying he can pardon himself if it's a federal crime? So that is a law. So, yeah, wow. I, I, didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't know so, that. That's what. Yeah, I, I mean, they said it on television. They kept saying it on in the media, and but at the time, you know, you know it wasn't no federal crime. But the stuff that he was doing, because this was when they were talking about uh, he was pardoning all these people. You see, and then he said. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then somebody said, well, he's going to try to pardon himself. But then someone brought up the law, the Constitution, somebody, it has to be a federal crime for him to do that. So I guess he said, oh, yeah, okay, all right, all right. Mm-hmm. Well, well, let me see, just stir me, up uh, the, go ahead. the gumbo. Go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I just was figuring he was doing that, you know, just stirring it up. And I don't think he thought it would go as far as it would work with him busting all the windows out of the White House, coming all into the offices, going, you know, I don't think I do. going to I do, I do. I do. It was a federal crime for him to even call, even tell them to come that, come to the thing, you know, as a president, and cause and still put uh, uh, innocent bystanders and civilians in harm's way. Anyway, yeah. it was just wrong for him to do that by him being the president. So, you know, because of your that, ego. that's a federal crime, right there. Mm-hmm. That's right. So Donald Trump is a narcissistic sociopath. And we've yeah. been know that, but we don't want to tell the truth about it on the broader spectrum of society. He's what you call, they call him a Richie Rich. He's a white boy. And I, but I'm going to say, y'all who listen, y'all know I am not a bigot. I do not believe in black supremacy. If I met my wife would have been white, I would have married her. But let's call a spade <laughs> a spade, okay? Let's call a spade a spade. Donald Trump is the smoothest white supremacist we have seen in years. Okay, mm-hmm. he's a narcissistic sociopath. When you look at his record, when you look at his business deals, all the wake of the things that he's done uh, 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 with his businesses and bankrupting people and, and these hostile takeovers, this boy daddy gave him $500 million. High in the Sam Hill, or anybody who got $500 million can build an empire. This mm-hmm. he ain't never worked for nothing. Jesus, he meant to do everything he did. He meant to do well, it. 
because she wants to well, hold Bishop, on to power. He was smooth well, about it. Well, I thought he started you know out with one man. Mm-hmm. Well, he was smooth about it because unlike most of these people, he was able to hide behind his money. Right. That's what it was. Right. That's it. Mm-hmm. And, he and, knows, from, and he knows how to put the game. And see, and for me, you know, and I look at things on a much simpler scale. Let's strip all this other thing, all this other stuff down. And I guess I just, I guess, you know, everybody's supposed to have some level of good in them. How can you be so arrogant to embrace so much hate to where nobody likes you, everybody tolerates you, to be able to sleep at night? You know, I'm just looking at the simple stuff, just, just, just the simple stuff, the everyday stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't see nothing, and nothing surprised me when the enemy is involved. He, he doesn't nothing. care anything about none of that, y'all. Let, 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 mm-hmm. let me, let me, peep, let me let y'all peep something. Watch, watch this. See, when you understand language, I, I listen to words. Uh, I don't. Uh, when I'm listening to a person, I'm listening to why you're saying what you're saying, where you're trying to lead me in it, and, and to get me to do or think. That's how I think. Okay. Right, right. Now, mm-hmm. Donald Trump said this: I can sh- stand in Times Square and shoot somebody and still be president. He was constantly. This is what you do when you, when you know how to work the game. You constantly say things to test the water to see how far you can go. Right, it's like right. When you yeah. meet a woman, the average man who got game, this is what he does. When he meet a woman, he talks to her. Then he starts uh-huh. touching her. And to see, okay, mm-hmm. if you let me touch you on the shoulder, let me shoulder. see how far. Let me hold right. your hand. Let me put my hand on your on your back, a small part on your top of your back, and then the small part of your back. And then I oh, rise my, up and see my, if my. I can put my hand on your butt. You see? Oh no! no. The, the, the demonstration. That, that's how it works. That's how it <laughs> works, and know. it works like that in everything. You test it <laughs> consistently. You consistently test it to see how far you can take it. And each step lets you know how far I can take you with my language and my actions. Right. Donald Trump been set this up. He said, you can't trust the FBI. You can't trust the news media. Fake news. Now, some of y'all who done some history lessons, you know that fake news thing go back to the MacArthur era. Yeah. Uh, that's where mm-hmm. that comes from, way back there. Fake news. So he studied his game plan. He worked the Southern strategy. Some of y'all who don't know this, I told y'all before, go look it up. Donald Trump is a narcissistic, white supremacist sociopath. Mm-hmm. Look, Bishop, I felt Ooh. that down way down in my shot. Way, way. Shut the corner, nah, nah, nah. Stop. But I tell you, shut the corner, shut the corner, nah, nah, nah. Hey, let's let's flip the corner now. Let's flip the corner. What about this? What about this? What about all your white uh, evangelicals? I want to call some names, but I got to respect my sister. I want to call their names, but she told don't me don't do call their names. But y'all don't go on my it. page, Philip Dukes, uh, every day at noon. If y'all on this program, send me a, 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 a request. Yeah. I'll be calling names <laughs> because all your white evangelicals, so my God told them Donald Trump going to be president. I told them from the Gideon, the God ain't told them nothing. The people voted Donald Trump in. Here it was not go. God's will. Here it was go. the people, and the people voted him out, and that's all to it. That's all to it. Oh, ain't no more. The people Thank voted you him. so much, Dr. Dukes. 
Thank you very but, but, much. I but appreciate listen, it. Why are they holding on to that? This man is a wicked, evil man. He done had an insurrection at the White House, and they are quiet. Shh. Don't say nothing. Be quiet. I see dead people. Shh. But you know what the shame is? You have people, because, you know, they've arrested some people in, in connection with this thing. You have mm-hmm. people that's getting ready to go to jail and people yep. that have lost their lives for Trump. Gone. Gone. They are gone. What the guy have was drinking the Kool-Aid name in South America? He had a drink in the and And I'll go a little further. Uh, the security guard that shot that woman, he was fired. Hmm. Doing his job. Now, now, now I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you a little little security background. He was fired because it was easier to fire him. Well, they really could have brought him up on charges, but they knew what they were going to go up up against if they had brought charges on him. Because a security guard cannot use a firearm on a person who doesn't have a firearm of their own. You see what I'm saying? So, and I'm just going by, I'm just going by Georgia law. So, in uh-huh. any other situation where he pulls that gun and shoots this person who was acting crazy, he would have initially been arrested and would have had to prove that he felt like his life was being was in jeopardy to be oh, that king. No, what I'm saying, he would have had to prove that because in Georgia, Georgia would have proved it. No, 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 see, no, no, no you no. missing what I'm this saying. This is white privilege we're talking about here. These are, if right. I've been a black guy, it would have been already know that his black was in threat. But this is a white no, woman see, that he killed. What I'm saying is, he would have been arrested, and would have to prove he would have to get a lawyer. Was he black? If, I don't know what he color was he was, but oh. no, he was not black. I don't know what color he was, but I'm just letting you know what I'm saying according to Georgia law. He okay. would have been arrested, and then he would have had to get a lawyer and prove that he felt mm-hmm. like his life was in danger because that okay. person that he shot did not have a weapon of their own. I'll go down. Uh-huh. I got that. You uh-huh. see what I'm saying? So fired, instead of bringing him up on charges, instead fired. of bringing him up on charges, it was easier just to fire him. Mm-hmm. So they kind of so they kind of let him off the hook. Really? So but he can go get a job somewhere a else. Things, that would expose a lot of things for trial. And that would prove right, the violence exactly. that was going on. You're right. So, that I mean, that's yeah. the point that I'm making. It was easier just right. to let him go because if he'd, if he'd had to get a lawyer, then a whole other can of worms would have opened mm-hmm. just to prove that he felt like his life was in danger. And do you, you know what? Okay, you know what and nobody's going to bring that up. That's, a, that's an excellent point, bro. And and nobody and everybody doesn't hush that up. Shh, don't want to talk about that. Yeah, you, you dead. No, no, no. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> but I got another Lord. question. I got a question. I have a question for for us in the audience. Uh, it's a hypothetical question, but it has truth in it. I believe. Uh, you saw them how they were scaling the walls and climbing up. If oh, those yes. were had all been black people, would they oh, not uh-huh. have been shooting them down like? Like, like man, like it'd have been body bags like birds all over on the place. A, on a wire, birds on a wire. I'm telling you, they just start open fire on with machine guns. Duh, 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 duh. 
And, well, and we know that and every every media station is saying the same identical thing as we're speaking of right now. If and they the other, had a big yeah. African American. What is that? What what are, well, I think is this. What is uh when they had Black Lives Matter had a march and I'm not a big fan of Black Lives Matter, but I'm a fan of people being able to protest. When they came, they had so much security around there. You'd have thought that somebody had just shot at the president, but there was no yeah. security there, and and all these threats, all this stuff was out on the internet and everywhere about this violence and all this language, and there was not enough security to uh protect two hot dogs. Right, because <laughs> it took them it took them half the half the day, half the evening to even get the national guard out there. Yeah, and they knew this was happening. So, so this was an inside thing that where they had the they had and low it was staff the at the White that House. That. They called them. Yeah, it was the Democrats yeah, low they called staff. the National Guard. So, so, so that is all. All this points to a president that was setting up this type of violence, because he made sure right. they was out there when 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 Black Lives Matter was doing their uh uh, uh, uh they're doing their march. I mean, they 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 they, they was walled out for uh, two and three deep. But the, well, the shame is that like, you got Republicans. This is what I have are. to say. It, it's it, it, it's just it's too much. It's a lot going on and a lot getting ready to happen. That's a right. It's yeah. getting ready to take place. And for God, to, it ain't for over. us to pray and uh, fast and ask God to heal our land and do all this. It's it's it's. I don't know. It's going to take some intense focus on God, focus on where and, and asking Him to let His will be done, to show us, us the way, and to be able to heal anything at this time. Right, right. But I want to. I want to play this song. Send it down, Father. Send out. Send down your healing right now. We're sending you Taylor right here from West Palm Beach, Florida, independent gospel recording artist. Send it down, send it down, your healing power. Send it down, send it down, send it down. Without faith 
I just wanted to throw that out. We don't know what we're doing. That's really what it is. We really don't know what we're doing. (laughs) Well, one thing that we got to realize is this, y'all. There must be separation between the church and what's going on in America. Well, yeah, that too. Because, but really, it has, that's like on bone dry. You ever heard of dry spells? It's a, it's, it's, that's almost a, that's almost down to a bone dry uh, consistency. Yeah. Because the church has shut their mouth up. They ain't talking about what's really going on. They just stand in the you know quoting things out of the Bible and not really dealing with what's really going on in this earth. How dare you say how dare you say that? How dare you I say that what you say what you say? I'm appalled. What really I said and I said it again. I'm finna say it right, say now. right like now. Right here. Inspiration corner in the house. Right here. Uh huh. I'm finna tell it to you right now. Evangelist Gobi Pope in the house right here on GGV. But I just want to say a few things. Uh, uh, Dr. Deuce, is it all right if I put you? I know you got your Bluetooth on and everything. Is it all right if I put you on mute? Yeah, it's all right. I, I turned all that off. I don't know what's going on, Daniel? Mute me. Well, yeah, because we hear a lot of noise. I know it's you. I'm a hold. I'm a. I'm a okay. Right now, it might be me, me Mr. Deuce. It probably is. It's him. It's him. I just show in my name what it is. It's him. <laughs> all these false, all these false slanderous accusations. I'm not gonna keep tolerating. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, anyway, let me go on with it. But we still here. We we Mute it. All right, but I just want to go over a little something, something. Do you all know that, you know, in an hour's time, you know how they say God, uh, uh, his, his, his uh, one day is a thousand years and so on. One hour, things can change. Y'all, y'all don't understand. One minute, something can change. God, God can just, poof, and, it, and it's changed. And y'all are like, nothing can change. Everything is going to change. This is a new day, new way. I told y'all this is what it is. And I'm telling you, it's really new now. And what they call in this earth the new normal, I can't stand that little phrase, because and nothing is normal when it comes to, to the uh, children of God. Nothing just stays normal. But the prophet Isaiah warned us that in the last days, God is going to turn the world upside down. He declares, behold, the Lord maketh the earth empty and maketh it waste and and turned it upside down. That's in Isaiah, y'all. Isaiah, let me think, 24th chapter. And according to this prophecy, sudden judgment is coming upon this earth, and it will change everything in a single hour. 
Mm. Within that short span, the whole world will witness fast, fast-falling destruction upon a city. Now, y'all just saw that. And a nation and the world will never be the same. Now, just think back on what just happened. I'm going to bring you back in, Deep. Uh, just let's, let's think about what just happened in Washington. And everybody's talking about it. People are in shock. Telling you it's a change just that quick. Just that quick. Now, if you are attached to material things and if you love this world and the things of it, you won't hear what Isaiah has prophesied. In fact, even the most righteous of God's people, uh, what Isaiah says might it might be seem unthinkable for you to even think that way. Many would even ask, how can our entire world be stricken in an hour? If we didn't believe the Bible is God's pure word, few of us wouldn't even take Isaiah's prophecy serious. But Scripture makes it clear in a single hour, the world is going to change. The church is going to change. And every individual on earth is going to change. The word is true. The Apostle John gives a similar warning in Revelation, and he speaks destruction, uh, 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 judgment coming upon a city and a nation in one day. Mm. Death and mourning and famine, and she shall be utterly burned with fire, for strong is the Lord God who judges her. For in one hour, so great riches is come to nothing. Revelation, 18th chapter. Isaiah's prophecy, the city under judgment is cast into confusion. Every house is shut up with no one coming or going. The city of confusion is broken down. Every house is shut up that no man may come in. That's in Isaiah 24, chapter. Y'all need to check it out. Tim starts at Timford. The entire city is left desolate, and the city is left desolate, and the gate is smitten with destruction. Mm, the gate. I see the gate. Is that the White House? I don't know. I don't know. All entrances, all entrances and exits to the city will be gone. The passage indicates that a fire has come, a blast that has shaken the very foundations of this earth. What you talking about? Now, see, we live in Atlanta. They always saying that destruction going to come in New York City and all kind of stuff. But we don't know. We really don't know. But let me make a clear point right here. Paul tells us that the disciples of Jesus Christ, we have already passed through death and life. We've already done that. We who call on Jesus as Lord should be confident that no matter what happens in this world, his shed blood saves and redeems us. Mm -hmm. So therefore, we are not to fear any newscast, but rather be attentive to what the Lord is doing in this world. Let many people, let me tell you something, like many of the people around that I've been around, they hear grievous reports and they make me want to tune them out. I don't even want to hear some of that stuff they be talking about. But the truth is, God moves in the midst of such times as this. And through them, he speaks warnings to all who will hear his voice. So I don't want to make this a long, drawn-out thing, but I just wanted to bring that uh, up just to get, get you a picture of what's going on right now. And I want to remind you that Jesus warned Jerusalem 
of sudden de- devastation to come upon a, a city. And it was going to be burned to the ground, and over a million people was murdered. Christ explained his warning. He, he will warn you. He said, I have told you before it comes it come to pass that when it come when it when is come to pass, ye might believe. He was saying in essence, when it happens, you'll know there is a God who loves you and forewarns you. And Paul calls such warnings light, insights that expels darkness. He says in the short, you are children of the light because you know what's coming in the future. So when destruction comes and there's panic all around you, you will have uh, 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 you will have the calm of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is indwelling in us to lead and guide us. So something will quicken inside of you. And you'll remember God warned you. This prophecy isn't a message of wrath of God's people, uh, but a wake-up call uh, to get to get ready to get prepared. Get yourself together. Because God has, has not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us that whether we take or, or, or what's going on, but we wake up from a sleep, and that we should live together with him. Paul is speaking here and, and, and of a time of possible destruction. Therefore, he says, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even as also we do. So it's, I know it's hard in this hour to talk about coming together, but we gotta do, we gotta, we gotta push forward. We gotta go, we gotta do what the word has told us to do. In this day, in this day, nobody wants to hear this kind of message. Nobody, but we cannot ignore it because it is here at the Amen. door. In such time, Paul, even in the word said, he said, when we have knowledge that certain destruction is coming, we are not to tremble or be sorrowful as the world does because we we are peculiar kind of people baby instead we are to comfort one another in faith knowing that God rules Amen. over every aspect of our lives be sober putting on the breastplate of faith and love and for a helmet of hope and salvation arm yourself with faith build up your belief now before the day comes and learn your song, and you'll be able to sing it in the fire. What you'd say? Glorify the Lord in the fire, even the name of the Lord God of Israel. This is the hope of our holy faith. Our Lord causes a song to come out of the darkest of of times. Start now and build up your holy faith in him, and learn to praise his majesty quickly in your heart. And when you sing your song, it will strengthen and encourage your brothers and your sisters, and it will testify to the world that our God reigns, I, that the great I am. <laughs> and this is your host right here, Evangelist Glove, the Pope in the house. Change is going to come. Yes, it will. And the change is going to I don't know your story or all the things you've been through. I stand here to encourage you, to tell you it's nothing. You just hold 
everything you've been through was only to test you. So I stand here to encourage you, to tell you it's not the Bishop, stop right there, Bishop. I bet you Bishop, stop. Don't do that. Don't do that, Bishop. That's the kind of song and the kind of thing that show up make you feel God. That's right. That's right. Yes, hey, sir. Wait, 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 wait a minute. That sound like I heard a dog on here, but I know it's one on here. But, but I'm talking about he fantasizes. You well, you know, there's some things that make you. Now, now Bishop, I'm going to take it a little further. There's some things that make you feel God, and there's some songs that 
you have to be careful where you are when you're listening to them. Because I done heard some songs where I be riding down the well, road. Baby, and I, be about to call my phone. I don't, I don't pull about. it over. I don't pull it over and ran yeah. down oh, yeah. many times. That's right. Yes, <laughs> right. Pull it over and ran down. Rain. Go ahead. That's right. And I'll tell you one of them right now that gets me every time. It's a, it's a solitary movie with a girl. It's coming into the church and she starts singing. Oh yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Uh, I get you on, time. Yeah, and the one on color purple. Yeah, I got color, one. One on color purple, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, right. Globy, if you got it, that one by Jerry Smallway. He said, "I need your power, man." Look, I be patting the gas right Jerry. down the street. My Jerry Richie. Jared Smalls. Yeah, I need your power. Oh, Jared. I be patting the gas. No, you be patting your foot. I be patting the gas round down the round down the street. Probably <laughs> be jerking. Relationship coming with feeling the spirit, certain type of relationship with God you have to have. So what you trying to say? I don't have that spirit. I don't got that relationship. I didn't say that. I'm just saying there's some things you have to have. I just want to get it together. I just 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 trying to find out what you to tip around. What is tip around my words for? I'm just saying. Look, a hit bull a holler. <laughs> I ain't got nothing to say. Go, uh, uh, Vance, go ahead on with your, with your program. Go ahead on with your program. Well, y'all, we're going we gonna to ride out of here today, today on God of Deliverance because you know God God is a God of Deliverance. We need some deliverance. <laughs> and, uh, yes, he is. And we need to we need this to go all the way to the White House, up into the president's chest and his ears and his brain, because he needs deliverance. Sure enough, he do. <laughs> he can leave the White House or whatever. They gonna carry him out, though. As he already said, he ain't going nowhere. They gonna have to carry him out, but. When he leaves, he gonna need some deliverance. He gonna need God like he ain't never needed him before. If he don't know him, he better try to get to know him. Cause baby, he gonna need him. He gonna be calling on him before you know it. You watch and see. I would. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna say something here that I don't believe, but I kind of feel this. I would be wouldn't be surprised if our president elect doesn't really go after him that way he should. Uh, to try to quell that, they may do that as trying to quell things down. But I hope the Congress and the Senate go after him. I hope they go yeah. after him because they can. There's a lot they can do to him. Oh, they're gonna get him. I believe he's gonna get it. I believe he's gonna yeah, get yeah. it because there's gonna be too yeah, many people yeah. complaining that nothing is being done. This man has, created, has caused an insurrection in the people's house. In the people's house. <laughs> 
And and, and Noel, too, too, that we got to still, we got to bring up so much stuff in this. And this proves our, uh, 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 not theory, the truth about white privilege. Yeah. Somebody know white definitely. privilege. Yeah, definitely. Everybody see it and, and have heard it. And, and for those who doubt, doubt it, now they know. For those That's who right. doubt they go it, all the way, they know. It go all the way down from the White House to the Bank House to the Schoolhouse. White privilege. There you go. Look, God you know what I don't want to hear no more of all this. Well, you know, blue lives matter, too. I don't want to hear no more of that foolishness. I almost said something else. I don't want to get nothing else about. Help him, Lord. This is all the sinners out there like me and those who want to be free. The God we serve is the God of deliverance. Come on. The God we serve is the God of deliverance. The God we serve is the God of
And you confused? You got twisted. You need deliverance. That's how we serve in the God of deliverance. That's how we serve in the God. 